so funny when I talk to people about you. They're like, okay, so like, how, how did you guys meet? And I was like, on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, okay, so like, have y'all met in person? No. no. Hi, I'm Kristen. I'm Hannah. Welcome to Coffee Teach Repeat, the podcast where we talk all things teaching over a cup of coffee. While your coffee is brewing, make sure to tell a friend and follow us on social media at Coffee Teach Repeat Pod. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Ah, we made it! This episode from the Teacher's Lounge is about highlights and hopefuls. Kristen, what are you drinking? I am drinking an actual coffee today. Uh, this is my go-to from Starbucks. It's a venti Pike's Place with cream, which is actually half and half, and five stevias. Mmm, what are you drinking today? Five what? Stevias. Oh, stevia. I don't know what I thought you said, but I was very <laughs> confused. It's the stevia uh, slash monk fruit deliciousness. Oh, fancy. I would like to submit my application to be a brand ambassador for Pepsi. Thanks. We're going to change our podcast name to Coffee for <laughs> Kristen, Pepsi for Hannah, Teach Repeat. <laughs> the podcast. It's fine. It's funny. I really do typically drink coffee in the morning as I'm driving to work. And, but that's pretty much the only time I drink coffee. I usually don't make a second cup. I usually don't drink it throughout the day because I've switched Hmm. to my Pepsi. Well, uh, it's usually one cup in the morning. And then after that cup's over, I make another cup. And after that, uh, it's water or sparkling water until about one o'clock and then i'm like you know i'm sleepy i'm gonna make another cup of coffee that's that's at school at home it's just coffee until i don't want coffee anymore which is like i kind of just go with the vibe (laughs) see how i'm feeling (laughs) my vibe always says coffee it's coffee colored it's coffee flavored that's that's my vibe it's very muddy brown (laughs) so let's talk about highlights and hopefuls We've been trying to think about what we wanted to do for our New Year podcast episode. And, you know, you hear lots of people talk about peaks and pits and blah, blah, blah. And we really wanted to keep this positive because 2020 has been such a dumpster fire. Huge. That, And so we want to talk about some good things that happened in 2020 and some hopefuls we have for 2021. And so I'm going to kick it off with my highlights. Um, my biggest highlight for 2020 was that my brother got married Yay! and I got a sister-in-law and we got to have a real wedding. It was in a point this summer where numbers had kind of dropped and in Oklahoma, rural Oklahoma was not getting hit with COVID like other parts of the country or even of the state. Mm-hmm. And so we got to still have the wedding and then like the next week numbers started peaking again so it was like the perfect timing to have an event responsibly ish (laughs) you know it's like how do you even know but as far as we know there was no cases traced back to the wedding and so that was really exciting me and my husband wore our masks most of the time because we lived in in the metro in a highly populated area where Everyone else was in this area where cases were legitimately super low. Very responsible. And so, Good yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very responsible. So it was really exciting. It was really funny. At one point, uh, my sister-in-law's niece 
she decided she was going to be my best friend for the wedding. And so I was wearing my mask the entire day of the rehearsal and uh, decorating and stuff. And I had taken it off to eat lunch and she crawls in my lap. (laughs) And I'm like, Ryan, go get my mask. Go get my mask. Because she's like all in my space. And I'm like, just let let me get this on. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So what about you, Kristen? What's one of your highlights? Well, uh, this is going to come as a surprise to a lot of people, but I actually like virtual teaching. Um, to be honest, I was very worried, and I talk about this every episode at the beginning of the year, that I wouldn't be able to create or build relationships with students or that I would have a hard time because kids wouldn't turn on their cameras or that I just wouldn't like it. And, you know, cause last spring was a hot mess. It, it was not virtual teaching. It was, here is the curriculum that you will present to the students go. And we never got to see them. We didn't do lives very often until very late in the game. And it was not great. I was, I didn't like it at all. I was just sitting in front of my computer all day long, checking work that I didn't care about that we had to check so that they could pass. I don't know. But in the fall, you know, it was a tough rollout. But after that, gosh, I just really, I really like it. I've built great relationships with my students. Even kids that come in for a short amount of time seem to be very comfortable. I I try to make them feel welcome. And I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is exactly about virtual teaching that is is enjoyable for me. Maybe it's the fact that I'm no longer grading papers all day long, forever and a half. Everything except for writing is auto-graded. And goodness gracious, why haven't we been doing this? I mean, we're a Google district. Why haven't we been doing online grades? What? I I mean, we weren't one-to-one. We are going to be one-to-one starting in January, which is fantastic, uh, especially for the schools that I know have been having a hard time with devices for their kids. But I mean, when we, when we, if we get back to a normal classroom, everyone will have a device mm-hmm. and all the graded assignments can be online from now on. Think of the amount of paper that we're saving and think mm-hmm. of the amount of time. One of my kids made a comment uh, last week and they said, or a couple weeks ago, not last week, a couple weeks ago, before break started. Uh, and they're like, oh, you showed us the messy part of your desk. I'm like, child, look. It's not messy. It's never messy. All it is is a piece of paper on top of a like a desk calendar. Like there's mm-hmm. no papers on my desk. It is amazing. It I I mean I can get up at the end of the day and leave, and my desk is clean. I don't have to worry about grading things. All I have to do is check. I mean the worst part of it is like checking for missing work, right? Like mm-hmm. I have to have a list and links. And everything is linked in, oh, ow, <laughs> everything is linked in a different spot. But I actually like it. I mean, I think that's the golden like ending of last year was I'm enjoying this. It is fun for me. I like, you know, doing fun lessons. I like that I'm only teaching like the little bit of important information that the kids need. And then they go off and, you know, here's your resources if you need more help. Come in the afternoon if you need help. But it's, it's actually you teaching the meat. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is, you know, during the school year, you read and the district provides us information about you should be teaching 
you know, direct teaching for only 15 minutes. And you think like, how can I get this information across to kids in 15 minutes? But really, here's the meat. Let's move on. Go practice. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be working for me. Yeah. So that was the super longest thing. But I just, I really like virtual teaching. I like that I feel safe in my own room by myself. And <laughs> I like that I get some time in the morning and a long break in the middle of the day and I can, you know, video chat with my fellow virtual teachers. Like, it's just, it's really nice. Yeah. Maybe I'm just used to it, but I really like it. Yeah. Another highlight for you, unless you want to follow up. No, I was just going to say, we were one-to-one in my old district and we usually did one self-graded assignment that was, and it was just great because it was, I knew every week I only needed to get one other grade because I had my weekly grammar quiz grade <laughs> built in and it was fantastic. Yes. And I really miss computers. I really miss computers. Oh, I'm sorry. But that leads me into my other highlight, which is I got a new job Yay, this year. Yeah, you did. And, you know, there's definitely been some things about it that I'm just not completely sure about but it got me to where I wanted to be and I really love man I love my kids I I love the families that I work with I I just really love it I love third grade they're so much fun I I miss my older kids I miss the um independence that they have so I don't know that this is my forever thing, but this is definitely a highlight getting to be where I wanted to be and and feeling positive about where I went. So that's one of my other highlights. What I about love you? it. Uh, it was hard to think of things this year for highlights just because, I mean, it, you know, it's really nice to hang out with my family and stuff, um, but I just... I mean, I miss going places. I miss going on vacation. I miss going to Disneyland like twice a year. I miss all sorts of stuff. But I, I mean, I, I had a great observation. That was a highlight. I mean, I, I, I don't, I tell my principal and my AP, like, I would prefer if you just come into my room whenever, you know, the code to my Google meet, just come online. But this year I just, I took a different approach and I tried not to worry about it. And I tried to show them an accurate depiction of what virtual teaching looks like. And I, it actually went really well. And I'm, I'm, it was such a great gift for December to hear how well my principal thought that I built my classroom culture. And it was such a great, I mean, that made the last week of school in December, like just the best because I'm like, okay, I'm doing something right. You know, it, it's hard as a teacher because I feel like we don't get enough, we don't get validation or we don't get feedback of like how well lessons go, right? Because we're just talking to the kids. And, you know, if if you you know it went well based on how you know, and you know it went well based on their like grades, but we don't get any feedback and it's kind of hard. Sometimes you get in a funk. You're like, I don't know if I'm really good at this. Like, should I be, should I look for a different job in the time of COVID? Like something that's easier and less stressful. But man, when you get that great observation, and this was probably one of my best. I mean, I, I know I'm a good teacher because every year I get good, good evaluations, I should say. But this year really meant a lot 
because it's just so hard to know how well you're doing. So that was a highlight for me. So my last highlight is meeting you. (gasps) Like we didn't meet this year, but like we became friends this year. Yes. And so that's my last highlight and starting this podcast with you. And it's been super fun as we've tried to figure out what the best way to get these episodes pushed out obviously I have my own podcast and it's just a lot simpler because it's just me Mm -hmm. and so figuring out what works for a partnership versus sole proprietorship that sounds so fancy but Mm. I don't know schedule c (laughs) yeah where where I'm in charge of my own thing and I can work with other people but it's not like trying to manage both of our lives and figuring out what the right schedule is in case you haven't noticed we've gone to bi-weekly so Mm. you hear us every other week now which i think was a great decision and i think it was a decision we needed to make yes but i think this has been really cool to kind of see how you know we can make this work yeah that's actually why i put it's a surprise i figured i did not put mine on the last one because i figured you were gonna say this but yes this has definitely been a highlight uh for a few years i've been tossing the idea around of trying to start a podcast and it's because of you hannah when she asked me to be on her princess in the podcast and i had so much fun not just being on a podcast but being on a podcast with you that I was like, you know what, if anyone is going to help me, you know, make this dream a reality, it's you. So thank you for jumping in with someone that you like barely knew. Like, hey, uh, I know we've talked like a handful of times, but you want to start a podcast? (laughs) And you're like, "Uh, it's literally so funny when I talk to people about you. They're like, okay, so like, how how did you guys meet? And I was like, on Instagram. And they're like, oh, okay. So, like, have y'all met in person? No. no. <laughs> like, but, but didn't you tell me you got her Christmas gift? Yeah, she's my partner. Like, that's what we do. And they're like, I'm very confused. Mm-hmm. But it's just so fun. And how cool is it that in 2020, when everything is virtual, like, we were we were golden like we you know i think it might have been harder for us if we lived in the same town because we would feel like we have to record in person Mm -hmm. but we have a lot more flexibility and a lot more freedom and i mean it's just so perfect everything really fell into place i had what equipment i needed you had what equipment you needed because of greg Mm -hmm. and it's just really neat yeah i mean it's our podcast sounds like we're in the same place i mean yeah Thank you to my husband for helping with the sound. But I mean, yeah, it's you couldn't tell if we didn't tell you that we weren't in the same room. I feel like it sounds just as good as other people who we know are are podcasting in the same room. So I say I agree, but fun fact, I don't listen to our podcast. <gasps> what? We well, don't. okay, that tells you who the editor is <laughs> right there because <laughs> I listen to it because I have to. I mean. The first couple episodes I listened to or I'd put on in the car, like on the way to school, uh, because I wanted to know how it sounded in the car and I wanted to know. And I don't, I mean, I don't listen to it now other than editing. 50,000 times when you edit. Yeah. See, I only do it once. One run through. And as it's going, I like clip out the little, you know, these sounds like my coffee being put down and like my desk movement and stuff. There's all these little doots. And I just, as it's playing, I just 
clip those out. And it takes me, if our podcast is 40 minutes long, it takes me five extra minutes or 10 extra minutes. It's not, it's not bad. Cause I just, I don't really stop it. I just listen and cut out as I need to. In the beginning, there was a lot more editing <laughs> necessary because we were umming and gnawing and we still do ums. I did a lot of that like sound mm-hmm. that I can't even make right now. I still do it sometimes, but there's a lot less editing needed. It's very nice. Thank, thank you. <laughs> Hannah, fun fact, hates editing. So Yeah, and that was one of, I wouldn't say it was a condition. <laughs> I think one of the things that I discussed with you <laughs> when we were creating this partnership was I hate editing. I already have to edit for Princess and the Podcast. I will definitely like help, but I would really prefer to not edit two podcasts, especially two podcasts a week. Mm-hmm. I think now that we've gone to once every other week, I could manage more. And But you have the music. Yes. And you have the fancy way of fading in and out. And Ooh. so for it to sound consistent, I think it's best if you continue to edit. Thank but you. But now that... <laughs> It's not every week. Oh my gosh, I would hate my life if I had to edit two podcasts a week. It's a lot. It's a lot with life. And, you know, we end up, I end up editing like Tuesday night and then schedule it for the next day. Anybody out there trying to start a podcast? Hannah did a lot of the, see, see, you, you worry about the editing. And I'm like, I don't know how to, I didn't know how to set anything else up. And you literally were, I, I think we talked one night and then, like an hour later, you're like, I created the anchor and I, now we have an Instagram and now we have an email and now we have a Facebook and we have all, and I was like, oh. And we have a logo. Yeah. And we have a logo. And, and I just literally did nothing except for asking Hannah to start a podcast. And she did all the background work that I told Greg, thank goodness, because I, that is what stopped me from starting one for the longest time because it was so overwhelming and all the things. And I don't know if it's being a seven or not, but if something is too daunting, like there's too many things to try and figure out, I won't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I did not do it for a long time. And I like I like the back and forth of, you know, two people talking in a podcast instead of just one person like, listen to me talk. <laughs> I don't want to be caught monologuing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really love the creativity and so that's a part of both of my podcasts that I love. I love coming up with different things. I like making the share squares, even <laughs> though I take forever to do them. <laughs> and it drives Kristen crazy. But it's fine. Yeah. So I guess we can move into hopefuls. I know like a hopeful for both of us is seeing this grow and seeing where it mm-hmm. can take us. And Man, if you have a teacher friend that you think would love to listen to us, I know we start every episode with this and we're going to end the episode talking a little bit about ways you can be more involved, but we really want to make this a community. We do not want it to be a, you know, two teachers that talk and gripe or get excited about things. (laughs) We want you to be a part of this and the best way to do that is to tell a friend. I know it sounds silly, but... If you think about things that you do or that you like, you do it because someone told you to. You don't do it because of whatever decision you made or whatever. So I would encourage you to tell a friend. We really want to get our numbers up for next year. We would love to kind of put some cool things together. Mm -hmm. I know we've briefly talked about this 
I don't know that we've talked about it on the podcast, but maybe like a Texas teacher meetup and yeah. Oklahoma teacher meetup. And we would love to do those things, but we can't do those things unless we have some funding available, uh, whether that be through advertisers or whatever. We want to build a community and we don't want to charge you. We want to be able to bring you products that we love. And again, we've got to do that. We've got to have our listenership up. So we would love, 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 love if you would share with a friend. Yeah, we just but need your support. Yep. Yeah. What's some of your hopefuls for 2021? I mean, other than growing this podcast, because I, well, and what Hannah was talking about too, is we we want this to be a community. We want to be, we want you to feel like you you are we are friends i mean we want mm-hmm. to be your friends so so hit us up on social media on our personal accounts uh coffee teach mom repeat and your fave hannah uh on instagram and even our coffee teach repeat pod instagram like just we that is one thing that we are trying to do is we're trying to grow our actual instagram like other than just putting share squares and i am terrible because i mean Gosh, it's COVID, and you know, and we—I don't even know what to post on my regular Instagram lately. Uh, but I think figuring that out is is a, is a hopeful. But the biggest one is all the Disney trips. So really uh, hoping. Well, I was gifted a Disney trip from from my husband for Christmas. I'm not going to tell everybody when I'm going, but I am definitely going in the time of COVID. So upcoming soon. Uh, we, I mean, gosh, how can you not go? I guess you, being safe is important, but 35% capacity. We're actually going to Disney World for the first time. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, we've never been. And uh, my son, Owen's never been to any Disney park, and we would go to Disneyland, but it's still not open. California, got your stuff together. So yeah, I just, I'm hoping that we can go to more Disney trips this year in 2021, because as evidenced by the wall in my house, (laughs) dedicated to Disney things, uh, we just... It's like a part of our our blood. We we miss Disney so much, and uh, this upcoming Disney World trip is just gonna fill our soul for as long as we can. You know, as long as we can't go, can we? I don't even know. For a long time, so I'm very excited. What about you? What's a what's a hopeful for this next year? Um, I really hope I can hit my sweet spot teaching third this year, especially with my district the way it's been. Like, I keep feeling like I hit my sweet spot and then something changes. And so I'm really hoping I can get in that sweet spot. I feel like I've hit it in certain subject areas. I feel like I've hit it for spelling, which Mm. seems kind of (laughs) silly. But as I'm hitting my sweet spot, I feel I just really hope I can help these kids be ready for state tests in April and help them to just feel like they've learned something. I've gotten a lot of parent feedback. You know, over Christmas break, I got some parents text me and say, you know, you're my kid's favorite teacher. And I'm like, it's because they're not learning anything in no. the classroom. They're just playing. No. It's, it's fine. No. So I'm hoping I can really <laughs> hit that sweet spot and figure out how to challenge some of my kids that are super high and that, you know, I don't want them to hate reading because I feel like anytime they get done early with something, I'm like, 
read your book. <laughs> and they they love reading, but I don't want to burn them out because they always get done early with their work. So they're like, eh, it's <laughs> time to read. Hmm. Should do a, what is that thing that was popular for a while on Instagram? It's like, it's like a, I want to say choose your own adventure, like mm, project, yeah. but like a, like a passion project. Like you give them like, okay, when you're done, like you get to pick the thing that you want to share with us and we'll do it on this date later in the year. But when you're done, you get to spend some time and it's only when you're done and you didn't rush through your work, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and see, I love those kind of things. And I feel like those would do really well if I had computer computers. Sorry, sorry to keep bringing that up. Um, no, you're fine. It's just like I would love to create these awesome research projects for them to do, where they could focus on something that they're really interested in. Mm-hmm. But alas, okay. here we are. So, what's something else that you're hopeful for in 2021? You know. It's going to be one of those things. I just would like to see family more than one time. Uh, My son and I went back last Christmas to California to visit family. My husband worked Christmas Day, and he stayed here, and thankfully he did because I had strep. Owen didn't get anything, Uh, but when we left, my, my husband got the flu. So he was home. He didn't even have to work. And then he got strep and a sinus infection. So, (laughs) yeah. So he didn't see his family. They came early in December. But, you know, we typically go twice a year. We go, like, October. That's, like, a good, you know, Disney trip because we go, like, in the middle, like, to Disneyland in the middle of the week. And then our son can visit his grandparents. Um, and then we'll go beginning of summer, like early June, because it's still cool in Southern California, but it's getting hot in Texas. So it's like a perfect time to go. But obviously we didn't. And thankfully, our, uh, my parents and my in-laws both came to visit in, uh, I want to say, October and November. So th- my parents came for Thanksgiving. They drove in their RV. They work from home. They were like, well, (laughs) we were quarantined for a week because of close contact, but we all got tested and got our results back like right before our parents, my parents came to visit. So we knew we were negative and um, it was just really nice to see family because seeing them on a screen for an entire year was a lot. So it was, it was a, it was a really nice couple of weeks to have family come visit. And I'm really hoping that, uh, you know, I should be getting the vaccine. Hopefully, we talked about this yesterday, Hannah and I, but I know that Hannah, the teachers in Oklahoma are in phase two. My husband should be in phase one here, one, one B, I guess. He's a paramedic, and I, I, we petitioned, my district petitioned to be in phase two. We shall find out. But if we're all vaccinated, then that will be even better. So how about you? What's another hopeful for you? So mine is no more COVID, which feels like an impossible ask but that's my goal for this year is that we have you know some hope some return to normalcy i last year attended an obscene amount of oklahoma city thunder games and you know they're starting their season without fans in the stadium 
and that's disappointing. But at the same time, I'm grateful that they're wanting to keep people safe. And so I'm hopeful that as we hit maybe the finals, we'll be able to attend events again because the vaccine will be more widespread. I just, man, I love sports. I went to uh, Bedlam, which is the OU OSU football game, and it was just so nice to be back and watching sports in real time. I'm excited. My brother's a basketball coach, and they're very much limiting how many people can come to those games. And so I'm excited about going to those because it's going to be such small amounts. Masks are being required. And so I'm just really excited about what 2021 holds as far as, you know, COVID being less of a fear factor and more of a, you know, everyone's doing what they're supposed to to help each other out because apparently we can't do that right now. So what about you, Kristen? What is another one of your hopefuls for 2021? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's up in the air. I'm not, I haven't given it a lot of thought, to be honest. I mean, the biggest one, I'm, I'm a very what's happening right now kind of person. And the thing on my mind is just uh, getting my backyard into good shape. <laughs> so we took out the deck and we took out the shed because they're both rotting and falling apart. And I'm really glad that we did. It opens up our yard quite a bit. Uh, however, I mean, so I guess just extending our patio out. I think we want to do some gravel and pavers and stuff. And then taking out the foundation of the shed. That's really it because I I want the, my backyard to be a place that the neighbors and their kids can come over and play. And that's, you know, that's really been on my mind, like in the here and now, that's the only thing that I have that I'm like, okay, I'm really looking forward to this because it's not something you, we can really, I don't know, it takes money and time and know-how, and it's just, I don't know, I'm a seven, and so I, I get fixated on one thing, <laughs> and that's kind of it, you know what I mean? Like, I had written down, like, the option for virtual school in the fall. I did hear that uh, a lot of kids in my district, or at least in my school, are thriving in this option because it provides them the flexibility of school like they can it's two hours online a day and then the rest of the day is finish your work and then you're free you can play video Mm -hmm. games you can do go play outside and not with your friends but you know (laughs) go outside so part of me is kind of hoping because i do i do enjoy it so I'm, i'm hoping for that option but i don't know i'm just hopeful for a better year you know I I, I want to be able to go do things and and go visit a town nearby and not worry about, like, all the other people who can't figure out how to wear a dang mask over their face. Like, it goes above your nose. I don't know why. I mean, it's uncomfortable either any way you wear a mask, right? Masks are not meant to be like, oh, this is like a fashion statement. No, it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. Nobody likes it. I get sweaty under my mask, okay? But, like, I don't understand how you can walk around with it underneath your nose and not notice that it's there. Like, I'm just, like, glaring at people. Like, hello. Or I, like, make a movement at them and they just don't even. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, 
I heard that this is I heard that Disney World is really good about making sure that people mask up and they wear it properly and people have said that they feel a lot safer there than they do at the grocery store and that is A wonderful and B terrifying. So <laughs> I just want a better year where people are more thoughtful. Yeah, or like caring towards others, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Okay, my last big thing is we're hoping to buy a house in 2021. I, you know, this is something we've wanted to do for a long time, but it's just my husband's job is has always been kind of fluid. Um, in his first three or four years with the company, he was in five different stores or something like that. Wow! In four different cities, and so. You know, we didn't want to commit to buy a house and then end up upside down on a mortgage. Yeah. And so we wanted to wait. And so then we moved into this house because we were in a not super great neighborhood. Mm. So we moved up here to Edmond and we really love this house. It's a great house. There are things about it we don't love, but... We like the location. We like how close it is to the highways and all that stuff. And so, you know, we've been looking at houses and trying to figure out what we want. And hopefully by the end of 2021, we'll have a house. We'll see. I hope so. I think you should uh, buy a house in Austin. Yeah, we can totally do that. Yeah, you should just come on down. We have lots of houses in the neighborhood that are for sale. Um, they're in like the mid to high 200,000s, and they're super awesome because they're close to me. <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> uh-huh, that's right. And schools here are great, and they pay more, which we talked about yesterday. <laughs> um, yep, and then you'd be here. And you have a friend that lives in South Austin, so it's like a two-for-one. Yeah. Actually, I think there's a Sherwin-Williams store, like, down the street. Ryan's in charge of looking at Austin openings. Oh, good. Sorry if I, like, ousted where your husband works, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's fine. Okay, I was like, I can cut that out if you want. But, yeah, no, I'm really fairly certain there's one, like, really close to here. Um, So, just saying. It's pretty great. No no income tax, no state income tax. I don't think the property taxes are that bad. But I'm not in a new neighborhood, so we're like So there's that. There's that, you know? That's just what you gotta do. <sighs> well, listeners, what are your highlights of this last year of 2020? What what are some some good things that came out of it? And what what hopes do you have for the year ahead? We want to know. Head to our Instagram or our Facebook page at Coffee Teach Repeat Pod. Drop your hopefuls and highlights for 2020 and 2021. We want to hear what you have going on and what you hope for the future. Feel free to comment, interact with other people's hopefuls and highlights as well. I love it. I'm so glad you joined us this week. I hope you come back. And don't forget to bring a friend next time. Cheers. Cheers.